I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Be charming. Everyone, begin with the banter. <laughs> <laughs> That's Be the charming. banter begin. Be funny. Allison, Be you're on. Yeah. Go. Three, two, one, go. This is yeah, the first let's... time we've had a guest on where I had to text ahead of time and say, okay, we can't be too mean. We can't do the thing that we do, which is sit in the corner and get gossipy and drunk. <laughs> oh, I was going to say, I, di- I didn't get that text. Yeah. <laughs> and then sometimes, Allison... it, sometimes the cocktails get the best of us, but those are many years ago. Many years ago. I know. And then, Allison, the, the, your response was, no, we're grown now. And then immediately we started shit talking someone you were encountering at Cava in Naples, Florida. And I was immediately on board with <laughs> It was like it was just one of those interactions. I was like, "What is going on here?" She was taste test. There's like all like the the different like types of teas, you know. She was like blueberry tea, whatever, and she is taste testing them with a spoon. And I'm like, "Insane!" I'm like, "What is going on?" And then like one of them was barely. It was like almost empty and she taste tested with a spoon and then I was like, that's weird. And then I came over with my glass and filled it up and I kind of emptied the tea and she looked at me like, did you really finish that? And I'm like, did you really taste test with a spoon? Like, what's going on? I, didn't, I was like, who's going to appreciate this page? Because she just wanted to be nice. <laughs> I don't know. Just little things. Well, I think we can shit talk anybody who does that in one of these movies too. I think so. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, well. <sighs> oh my um, god well can i get a theme song you Ooh. may now let's hope it doesn't play again uh, it doesn't yeah. yay great honestly in the context of this movie and having on the guest we have today it kind of sounds like a news a news program <laughs> when it they does. like change the oh, they change does. the the music to say like tonight at six but now it's like the, the christmas one it's like for the next yeah, month exactly. we're gonna play this sound <laughs> i just i just remembered that i have a prop i have to i have to show so it, while i'm doing that maybe tell the audience some who yeah that is who's that okay <laughs> well welcome to nameless best friends i'm Paige. 
I'm Beth. I'm Jack. Walking away, that's Jack. And today we have <laughs> we have Allison Ray. Hi guys. Thanks for having me. I'm not even a Hallmark movie aficionado like you guys, but I appreciate bringing my TV expertise to some TV people in the movies. <laughs> well, that's the thing is that we're not Hallmark aficionados either. That's kind I of mean, the premise speak for of the yourself. Are you? Well, I don't know. At this point, I feel like I know them inside out. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah. I didn't realize like I had one friend also in the news that was obsessed with Hallmark movies. And I was like, oh, that's oh, just really? like her thing. And I didn't know there were so many people that do watch them. I mean, I guess oh, there's yeah. so many. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, it's about the motivations. That's what always confuses me is that, you know, when I watch these movies, I think who on earth would watch this? And then I remember I'm watching it and I'm like, well, I guess <laughs> anyone could be watching this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah there's that is so thing. many. I mean, they're making 30, them. they're 31 a year. There are 31 this holiday season. And mm. then there's a whole other channel we don't even talk about. And, and most people is... get to turn them off when they think they suck, which we don't. But most people yes. get to do that. That's true. <laughs> I think yeah, we, we should be allowed to start doing that. No, Beth, we, we are in this. We promised we, this is the, this is what we're doing. I have watched. Oh, way we can too talk many about why we weekend. turned it off. Beth. To, to do that. That is not, what, that is not what we how did. It, but how are you going to know if they fall in love? <laughs> exactly. Oh, I they've guess you're right. A couple times. Like, there have been a few times that it has seemed like maybe they're not going to. And I, I just want them to fool me. Come on. Do it <sighs> one time. Yeah. Okay, so. So, the re so, I mean, first of all, Allison and I have known each other for 10, 10 years now, which is crazy. Mm -hmm. And you're the weather girl in my brain and in my contact list. Weather girl. You're a meteorologist. Yeah, I am. I'm actually, you know, the my favorite question is, do you actually know the weather? Yes, I did go to meteorology school. And I've been doing TV, I guess, for like, what, almost 20 years? I don't know, 17 years, 18 years, long time. That's so crazy. I know. That's crazy. Still here. Yeah. Then we lived in D.C. together for a little bit, and then I moved back to Florida. Yeah. I mean. His first it, news appearance was recent. Yeah, I know. I I've, know been on, I've, been on the, I've been on the Midwest news twice in the last like, month. And that I was such that. a crazy connection because that was Mackenzie Station. And you're like, I know. Yes. I know this meteorologist too. Oh, yes, exactly. So because of Allison's and my shared group of friends, when I somebody reached out to me and was like, hi, we want to feature one of your your TikTok videos on our on our like local news segment. I was like, that's so funny. The Cleveland News. I think I actually know your meteorologist. And that's because of your meteorologist crew of friends that I knew that. I mean, it's a small meteorology world. It is a small meteorology world. <laughs> As and they I'm say. just basking in it. As they say. That's what they say out there. Say in the news oh, business. It's a small after, meteorology world. After oh. all. After all. Well, it, um, I was so disappointed we didn't have you on Under the Christmas Sky, which was yeah. a different movie that it occurred to me afterwards. I was like, oh my God, we should have had Allison on that one. And I was just delighted when I looked forward and realized that this movie, actually, I didn't even know because I was like disappointed. I was like, oh, no, I don't see any other like I don't see another weather or news related movie coming on. And then when I was watching this, one, I was like, that is the only time you can ever be disappointed to find that out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's no more science. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is but the sun a god? One, when I was watching this one, I was like, oh, my God. I was like, oh, my God, this is this has to be the one. Yes, for sure. I'm pumped. Yeah. Love well, this it. is it's a perfect. comparative Academy Award winner. Compared oh. to uh, Under the Christmas Sky, so there you go. This is one of the craziest things I've ever seen in my whole life. There, are, there is one scene in this that I'm still not sure I didn't hallucinate. So yeah, um, so this this yeah, movie, so tell us about it, Jack. This movie is called Catch Me If You Claws, which of course is a, a play on the 
Frank Abagnale thing, uh, Catch Me If You Can, which yeah. it has nothing in common with it, with it other than that um, name. And, uh, Except for the, the little opening that they tried to do in the beginning, which was really cute. Yes, sort of spy. And then they abandoned after eight seconds. <laughs> Sure I thought it was did. gonna go the same type of way, like someone was lying or something, you yeah. know, pretending to be someone else. A con man. No, no. not even no. mistaken identity, really. So, <laughs> so no, amnesia uh, would have worked for me, but nope. <laughs> uh, what they went with is crazier in every way. So, yeah. Avery Quinn's shot at anchoring news clashes with a Santa-suited intruder, Chris, who insists he's Santa's son on a first Christmas mission. They unravel a career-making story together, starring. Italia Ricci and Luke McFarlane. That couldn't be a more Italian name if you made it up on the spot. Italia Ricci. Ricci. Yeah, it's really. It sounds like. Yeah, it sounds pretty made up. But <laughs> talk about okay, but you want to talk about made up names? You want to talk about made up names? Bink Bink Binkerson. Bink Binkerson. Binkerson. <laughs> Bink Binkerson. That is my first note as well. Oh right. I literally rewound and I was like. <laughs> oh, so did we? Yeah. Well, we tried to. What? We couldn't rewind. I think yeah. I watched the first 30 seconds like five different times. So I was like, wait, I got to go back. Because I, I, I love a TV version of the director's room in a newsroom. Mm-hmm. Oh. It's, it's my favorite. I'm like, oh, let's, let's see how they pose the, the director's room. Because it's always like, it's like the hustle and the bustle and people are standing and giving orders. It's like, no, people, it's like people are sitting there pressing buttons. Well, they do it. I mean, if people do it every day, I'd have to imagine it's not like Wall Street. Yeah. Like, right. No, Even Wall Street's no. not like Wall Street. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I watched that opening scene a couple of times. I was I was dying. I was like, Bink Binkerson? Bink Love it. Binkerson. Oh, could have done more with Bink Binkerson's name. You would have thought. Yeah, I can imagine that might even be the most accurate part of that scene. That <laughs> someone could be called Bink Binkerson. What a stage yeah. name! <laughs> what are you guys calling this movie? I came up. I came up with two. I came up with Nepo Santa Baby, as in Santa <laughs> Baby and good. Nepo Baby, and also I flew like a flash drive. Oh, oh that's good. Yeah. You guys are good. You guys are right. You guys are like really good at that stuff. <laughs> I wish the main character, I wish Santa's son's name was Nick and I would have called it just in the nick of time. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I think. Could have gone Beth, for a you, Nick here. I think you pointed that out when we were watching it, that it could have been a Nick and they never do a Nick. They only do Chris. This is about the fifth Chris this season. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, I feel like I've been Chris too many times, actually. Yeah. <laughs> there was a movie called Never Been Chris and would have, God almighty, have we been Chris a lot. We've been Chris. Can't stop being Chris. Beth, what what's your uh, title? Well, I didn't have a good one, but all right. Well, let's move on. <laughs> yeah, Santa Nepo, yeah. baby. I was just wondering. I, my, I was trying to do a play on Chris Christopherson, who probably nobody even thinks about anymore. But I did like that. We'll we'll get to the line in the end. But I was just wondering if Chris Christopherson was ever Santa Claus as well. It's not impossible. Yeah. So you didn't come up with a title? That's for no. the old people. No, I don't have a title. I mean, okay. I was working on it, but... Could have put Kringle at the end of that. It's not good. Chris Christopherson like... Kringle? Well, I guess since I came up with two... You can I'll have take one. We can just pretend one she of them is one. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so they have the spy intro, and uh, she is pretending to be an anchor, is how it, as how it opens up, and that's just how we establish that that's what she wants. Um, she's Bink a researcher. Bankerson. She works at the news station, but she's a researcher, and, and we a quickly establish... Yeah, and a writer, and she... She writes the copy. 
Yeah, and she it's quickly established that she's the daughter of like this amazing news anchor, which is like, you know how everyone's just like totally like knows all the news anchors. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, they're more they're worldwide renowned in this, actually. Yeah. Allison, is that oh, yeah, she was is that how uh that usually works? Is the is <laughs> the researcher also a writer for copy? Does that have that kind of thing? So Every researcher that I've ever met has no interest of being an anchor. Ah. They're like, they are just kind of, they're really wired into the community. They like know who to call. They know everything. They're just kind of, they're really connected. People that want to be on the, an anchor desk are usually reporters that want to work. And some reporters don't. Some reporters just want to be reporters. Gotcha. Um, but I've never met a researcher that's like, I'm dying to be an anchor. <laughs> do they also do the writing of the copy? They'll do some, yeah, for sure. The producers do much of the copy, but um, I was cracking up when she in the first scene when she's like typing and like over the speakerphone, it's like, Avery, we need that copy now. And it's like, where's that voice coming from? And, how is it, and, and why does it sound like Danny DeVito? <laughs> oh. I was dying. I, I wish I'd like, picked up on that. That, that oh, might have made me feel warmer um, about it. I've just opened my notes and I see that I did have a title that I completely oh. forgot. It's okay. the Ballad of Bick Bickerson. <laughs> ah, right, right, right. I, that's right. I remember when you wrote that down. Yeah, Jack and I watched yeah. together. The yes, Ballad of we did. But Bink Bickerson, but Bink okay. Bickerson. Bink Bink Bickerson. Well, Get it right. Well, well Bink, I, it's, I do Bink love Bickerson. that. I do Bink. love that they named. I love that they named her Avery Quinn because, like, I feel like that's very on brand of news anchors, myself including, having two first names <laughs> instead of like yeah. a last name. Yeah. It's like. I'm Emily Madison. <laughs> <laughs> I like uh, I like to think that Bick Bickerson is like Bink nick- Binkerson. No, no, no. Bick Bickerson. Oh, okay. Is a my my guy is a nickname <laughs> that Bink Binkerson gets because he's very particular about his pens and he's willing to get into arguments with people about it. <laughs> <laughs> That's very. And people are are strong minded people about their pens. <laughs> oh. Told you the service industry community. That guy does nothing but bi- but bicker about bit. Hmm. Bicker anyway. about big pens. Bicker about bigs. So, uh, so they start. They open up with this uh, mayor being corrupt thing. Yeah, and Why? speaking of the mayor, this was making this the tone of this sh- movie was like the mayor of East Town. It was just like so in my head. I was just like that was another title idea. In my head was just like the mayor of East Town. It's just like it was just like this. It, the, 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 it had just like grungy. South Philly like it just felt so mm, grungy yeah. and so depressing and it felt like they were going to find a body at some point in this movie it was so depressing and they kept talking but about they're the in mayor. Dayton right yeah. yeah but they're in Dayton which is a, a decent sized town so I feel like which was yeah not their norm yeah they well they almost yeah that's true find, they nearly did find a body um yeah but that's again that's coming later and I think I hallucinated it so <laughs> So it turns out we'll see, especially right now. I might be hallucinating it at this very moment. Yeah. So uh, mom was also a news anchor and um, apparent. And that's a whole thing. Again, she's a an esteemed news anchor and she messed it up on her first take, too. So that's inspiring. I guess she probably didn't start as a researcher. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Um, Yeah. Uh, But her her Christmas wish, as that's, you know, most characters in these movies do have one is to become an anchor. Um, and then she has a bathroom scene with the current anchor. Uh, Crazy. Oh, that was great. Yeah. Girls in I, bathrooms. Am I right? I mean, <laughs> you just. 
you know one of two ways. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that was hilarious. Yeah. One news anchor to the future. I loved it. I thought it was funny. It was funny. Infrared masks. They work. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Which did come back. Yeah, and then... Yeah. Which did come it back. I was like, it does come back. I, I literally thought about it. I was like, that was a really odd thing to say. <laughs> and then when it came back, I was like, we, we could have done with... Out all of that. Oh, I know. <laughs> like, oh, I think it was also, subversive. I saw a lot of them on sale various places for Black Friday. Yeah. Mm. I mean, I have heard a lot about those lately. I think they're bullshit. But yeah. I don't know if I trust COVID patient zero over there. She's just <laughs> <"Ooh!"> <laughs> like she's just coughing yeah, also, into what? the mirror. Oh, right. I you know that that threw me when it happened, and I didn't ever put together, oh, it's because she's gonna be sick for the rest of the plot. Yeah. Right. At you first I was it. I just thought it was just like a, she's an awful, awful yeah. bitch. And then I was just like, okay. She's coughing, coughing like a baby into her face. <laughs> yeah. Unaware. Unaware of her germs. Yeah, exactly. Or like pull- no one will no no one coughs the same anymore ever since COVID. Yeah, yeah. It's like, not except Misty. You know what you can, (laughs) yeah. What you can confirm is going to happen in a Hallmark movie if there's a conversation had in a bathroom, uh, regardless of which of the two ways it goes. After one of the people leaves, um, Mm. one of the stalls is going to open and a recognizable character is going to have heard it. That's going to always happen. And so you were here, is what she says after that. You were here. Yeah. The nameless best friend was there. She is nameless. What's her name? Yeah, who knows? She's just the coffee. She's just the coffee girl, who's just like her best friend, who's just there. I know. I know who she is. Like I just realized, I don't know her name. I don't know whether we did get a name. I well, none of us wrote it down. I uh, can check and see if it's in the cast here, but well, I would love if she would come to my station with a coffee cart because that does not exist either. (laughs) Oh wait, she does. She does. She does come up because yes, because she almost has to go on at the end because at that point. Anybody oh, except yeah. for the news oh director herself, who's more capable. <laughs> well, we—I don't want to spoil yet whether that's how it works, but I have my suspicions. Oh my god! Um, yeah, I have a lot of thoughts on that, but we'll get to them. Yeah. So, uh, so I have—I have the line written here, and I don't remember where the hell this came from. I don't know how to squeak. Yeah, that I actually—I that... never did figure that out. So, did Rachel, you also wait, write what? It down? Yeah. So there yeah, was the there I don't know was what the whole. <laughs> So Richie was watching with me and it was like, and they kept doing, they kept referencing the squeak thing. Oh, this has never happened before that we all missed something. Yeah. Like no. This. I didn't remember that line. Who so said they, it? No, they kept it talking even about came the, back. No, they I kept have talking, no idea. Yeah. They I'm kept sorry. talking about the squeaking thing. And Richie was, Richie was watching with me and he was just like, oh, come on, writer girl. You don't know about the rusty wheel analogy. And I was like, squeaky wheel. No. What he are you talking to- about? Was he just torturing you? No, because thing? it was just like okay. a rusty wheel gets the the squeaky grease. wheel gets squeaky the grease. wheel gets the grease. Right, right. Yeah. Squeaky wheel gets the grease, and I'm like, yeah, okay, but when are they talking about that? Yeah, and that's not making sense it. still. And no, what does that but- mean? Also, is that like that? That sounds like that sounds like coded Marxism to me. That sounds, <laughs> that sounds like from from each according to his ability to each according to his need. The squeaky wheel gets yeah. the grease, <laughs> or like weaponized incompetence. Like, what is yes. it? Because it's just like I, I don't understand. Like, it led to at some point someone going. Squeak, squeak. Later on in the movie, and like <laughs> I, was, I don't remember that at so, all. Yeah. It means it's in it. It means that it means that okay, someone who complains or causes problems is more likely to receive attention than someone who stays quiet. Right? No, so, I think they were saying like keep being like heard in the newsroom, like keep yeah. showing your face, keep, keep being like I want opportunity, I want opportunity, I want opportunity, and then eventually you'll get the opportunity. I think that's. But what they she meant. said she doesn't know <laughs> how to just squeak. Kept saying, squeak, squeak. It just it squeak, kept squeak. coming up a little bit, and it just never quite made. sense. 
So uh, then I have the note dog eat dog. I'm just guessing that's something Misty said, but yeah. <laughs> um, that reminded me of that. Remember that show Dharma and Greg? Yeah. Yeah. I won't divert too much, but she, I remember her discovering that it's not, it's a doggy dog world. She oh, kept yeah. saying her whole adult life, it's a doggy dog world. And she was horrified to learn it was dog eat dog. I and remember what? that. I remember that joke from my childhood. That was, <laughs> as like, I also knew the supposedly joke from friends, but I hadn't seen, I didn't watch friends until I was like 20, but. Yeah. yeah, there were a bunch of those language jokes existed in my. What if I, I wonder? What if I have was. met her, but she pronounces it supposedly? Yeah. Exactly. That's <laughs> one. Of, that's one of the best ever. Very very. Anyway, good. go on. So, but then right after that, so that's when they Misty's like, I have laryngitis, and then so like she's not going to be able to go on. Somebody else can't go on. So basically, they're well, they're on alert. There's one thing that happens before that, which is that we get introduced to the Santa Crook. Oh, correct. Oh, that's right. Okay. Just we the can't one. live without the Santa crook. Just the one. Santa <laughs> I, crook. Okay, for not watching that many Hallmark videos, movies. Videos. Uh, video, vi- video cartoons. VHS tapes. As they would call them, as the characters call them. Video cartoons. <laughs> and it happened in the movie after that I, that was playing right after that one that just kind of came on. I was so upset that I did not get the, oh, they're going to run into each other. <laughs> and like, the they hit. They, something falls, something spills, and then they fall in love. Yeah. And I was upset that there was no collision. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there was a collision. He fell out of the, the chimney. Yeah. So I guess there's that. Yeah, but there, but was, no, there I, was no meat slam. Yeah. No. Yeah. I wanted the collision. Yeah. You know. And I'm, I've never collided with anyone in my entire life. <laughs> but, it, That's... but in Hallmark, it happens every time. Every time. So many, so many cups of coffee that would scald you be, to scars. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what they say: don't cry over spilt milk, kiss over it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we we find out that there are there is a Santa crook who dresses like Santa and breaks into houses like Santa and uh, steals stuff, just stuff. So we get that through the news. And then they need thing to, to watch when she's that. not at work. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And, uh, do you just watch the weather when, say, you're is that not, accurate? when you're not at work? Do you just watch the sky? <laughs> All the time. <laughs> just stare at it. <laughs> Waiting for it to rain. That's what they, that's what they teach you. That's what they teach you. Florida, it's sunny again. When you 4 become a it's raining again. <laughs> so she, so she uh, gets this job uh, because, yes, Misty is sick and she's the understudy uh, as like, i'm sure that's how it works <laughs> yeah. um Classic. but actually i'm curious because at this juncture it might be worth asking they how does what is the redundancy there you must have a lot of redundancy if someone can't show up oh like if if a anchor is not there yes. to report yeah. last okay. minute yeah that, that that whole thing was really funny <laughs> there are a bajillion people that can <laughs> I mean, qualified lot, people, you but mean. you know how many of you, them yeah, serve food and coffee? <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> caterers. Okay, if I would say how many anchors are at my station? Maybe ten or so, like full time anchors. There's probably twenty reporters that could easily fill in. You know, they're not going to be the the first pick. So your first pick is going to be: is the weekend anchor available? Is the other weekend av- anchor available? Is a is a reporter available? There is like the numbers that can go down. I mean, there's 10, 20 people that are willing to do it, and it is 
It's so, not going to be Avery. So you're saying you're saying you're saying that at real news agencies, they don't just have one reporter and one keen researcher. <laughs> keen, keen researcher. Exactly. Exactly. And my favorite part was that that whole conversation occurred at the Christmas party. Mm-hmm. Like it was like this big dramatic moment, and it's like, you know, if someone is sick, it is. I mean, I guess it's all for TV. It's for the drama, but that's happening in an office and <laughs> yeah. someone's sitting it down and it's like, oh, we're in a pickle. What do we do? <laughs> yeah. uh, let's ask this person. Can you do it? Sure. Okay. It's over. <laughs> we're done. Yeah. But like, and, but then she does, she does like, someone's like, okay, it's your big shot. So she walks up and says like the five worst things I think you could possibly suggest when you walk up, she walks up and she's like, it means the world to me. No one watches it anyway. <laughs> No one, yeah, she's desperate. She's stuttering. She's like, no one cares about it. I, <sighs> my whole world is riding on it. I, she's like, she couldn't say worse stuff. No one cares. And she's like, she's nervous. She's like, I know I screwed up my other thing, but I would have gotten it right on this. Thing. She's like bringing up her past failures. She's like, it's everything. It's like what not to do. <laughs> I did cringe when she was like, well, no one really watches that show anyway. It's low rated. I was like, you don't tell your boss that. Yeah. If I told my news director, like, you know what? I don't think I'm, I, I kind of want this opportunity, but no one really watches this show. He'd be like, then what? get out of here. Like, why do you care? Get out of here. Get You're out not of here. a team player. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> that made me cringe. It made me actually burst out laughing. So then we're in. Introduced- but she gets it. <laughs> yeah, she does get it. Uh, but and and it's uh, for the next day because it's Christmas Eve, right? It's, yeah, it's Christmas Eve. So always, it's always or, sure. as unless Omar it's Thanksgiving. Likes to refer to it as the night before Christmas. Yes, right. And all through the house. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, well, yes, so, getting back to her house. Yes, yes, in in her house we see uh, we're introduced to the Santa Crook himself, or at least we think we are. Um, <sighs> and she's she is spooked. She gets out of bed or wherever she, she is. Here's a big. Yeah. The house all a clatter. The house she, all a clatter. She rises from her bed. She flies from Rams her bed. an umbrella. Yeah. yeah. Like you would. Umbrella. She's wearing her yeah. UV mask, so she looks a fright. Yeah. Um, <laughs> she, yeah, she, she, and she runs in there. And that would really help you be agile in a, in a fight with yeah. an intruder. Like, you wouldn't rip that fucking thing off. Those things are heavy. I just don't know why the knife wasn't involved. Like, why would you grab an umbrella? Yeah. Grab an this coming from a meteorologist. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's the yeah. umbrella doing part of the scenario? This coming from a meteorologist who had umbrellas at her wedding, which was a great, all of them, great gift. We the- still have ten, like, and I still have ten, like, in no, my heart. So then she gets out and she like beats the shit out of him really quick, and then she calls. <laughs> well, I thought he saw her yeah. and then just yeah. fainted. No, he faints, right? Because that's what I have written. <laughs> no, he hits his head. I oh, he hit that's his head. what. Did it- he fall in fear and hit his head? Is that what happened? <laughs> He like hit his head, I think, on the mantle and right. like collapsed. That's right. better. Let's go with that. He's a he's a grown big man. He is not going to collapse. <laughs> I don't know. He acts a little bit like a baby throughout this, so I wouldn't have been terribly surprised. Which is not that unusual for Hallmark hunks. No, but she calls nine one one and it goes booty beep. The number you have dialed cannot be reached, and it's like, first of all, does that still exist? That's yeah, not what she's happens. like, oh, I need a landline. That's what she said. I'm like, hmm. It's like, good luck. <laughs> yeah, first of all, good luck. Second of all, isn't that a sound that is associated with landlines? Yeah. Like, I, I feel like if my phone doesn't connect, it just doesn't make a sound. 
but it it's would like, do that if the number you called was out of service. I've I've had that happen where I've called a number okay. and made that noise. But nine one one doesn't go out of service. No, it doesn't. <laughs> Even if there's a, an emergency, even if there's a storm, this storm looked like a looked like snowing. It didn't look like the craziest. <laughs> I mean, I, let's ask Allison. Does that look like the craziest fucking storm you've ever heard in your fucking life? I so <laughs> when she was um, what I thought was going to happen before the Santa crook came through. Um, what I thought was going to happen was she, there was going to be a huge blizzard and she couldn't get to work. Right. And like, she missed her opportunity. Mm. That's where I thought this was going. Yeah. And then I realized it was just like pleasantly snowing the whole time. <laughs> it was like a snow globe. <laughs> well, yeah. It was a beautiful snow. And I was like, this, a not a storm, but it's beautiful. harmless <laughs> snow. They did a lot of driving. <laughs> they did a lot of driving for people who were in such a bad storm that they didn't have cell reception. And yes. it's Dayton, Ohio. Yes. Like, they know snow. Right. They got it. They got the sandal. They're yeah, like, up the car. okay, we can get to work. We got a car. <laughs> but I would like to also comment on, unless her mom, the big star, yeah. is paying for it. I'm like, she's got this nice house. Yeah. She's got a BMW. Yep. Like, <laughs> how much money are you making? That seemed like the I budget. Think, yeah, I need to be I a researcher. Up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, sounds like it. So yeah, he's he's all tied up uh, with uh, a garland, and um, I want to point out that the garland is, is still glowing when it's not plugged in. That's just a choice they made. Yep, um, yeah. Maybe I never realized that. Just I Santa, noticed that Santa's radiant magic, or that. Um, <laughs> and he's and he's sitting there, and he's like, "I did the procedure," and uh, apparently this has been How happening festive. for days. He's for days been messing up in one way or another while doing this. So yeah, he's practicing. Um, and he says he's Santa and she says, uh, something about the tooth fairy. And he says, I've met the tooth fairy. Don't get me started on the tooth fairy or whatever. He's like, you're not the tooth fairy. Yeah. Um, I thought it was cute that he was saying he was starving. Do you have any cookies? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, he didn't look starving. He looked great. No, he looked right. fed. He looked well fed. He looked grass fed. So the were you guys confused? Like, I because I was confused. Like, is he a good guy or bad guy? Like, I didn't know what to believe at first. Yeah. Well, I knew who he was, so he had to be a good guy. Yeah, that's the Luke McFarland. Okay, you knew you knew he was the. I knew they were gonna fall in love because. Yeah. Yeah. He's. But no, that (laughs) when cute guys come out of your chimney, (laughs) what can you do but fall in love? (laughs) Absolutely. That's not. By the way. I love his voice. I was like, oh, yeah. this is a news anchor voice. And it's he's Santa. Though. I know. He was in Mommy's movie when when uh, Shoe Addict's Christmas, when mm. one of Mommy's books was made into a Hallmark movie. He was the hero. Yeah. Oh. Was... So you have a, you have a soft So I'm very him. fond of him, yeah. <laughs> I he thought was he was also in yeah. Bros, which I, I never sweet. saw, but I want to see. I, I saw Bros. No, he has, behavior. he has such a good voice. I like looked it up because I was oh, like, yeah. he has like an accent. Is he like pretending to do an American accent? And then I realized he's Canadian. And I was like, mm-hmm. okay, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So she yeah. says, I have a very crucial day tomorrow. And he says, you have a crucial day, which I thought was funny. And then <laughs> he takes out his watch. Now, this is Santa's watch. So this is why I brought a prop for those who will be seeing the video. Oh, um, I know the prop. I have here, I've mentioned this on a previous uh, podcast. I have here Santa's pocket watch, which was left behind uh, allegedly by Santa when I was young. It's a hundred percent true. Whoa! It's a hundred percent true. This really happened. Santa <laughs> is real. This is how we're telling you. So, the, it's uh, it's a little music box. Uh, it does um, jingle bells? I guess. Dashing through, dashing through yeah. the snow. I think that's dashing through the snow. Is that what that song's <laughs> that's called? Jingle bells. That's jingle bells. This is the second is time this yeah. has happened. Yep. Yeah. 
Comfort Y'all are dumb. That's that's Jingle Bells. <laughs> Paige's uh, favorite song. She God rest your <laughs> I called Comfort and Joy, but it was God rest you merry gentlemen. But there you go. They all move. Oh and yeah, and it goes around. That is very cute. Yeah, this is just is one cool. of the great things I was raised with because it was very, um, you know, convincing. If you look at it, it's very convincingly uh, not like it's not a Casio. And so it like it does. <laughs> it looks like it like it could really belong to a magic ancient. It did, Jack. Man. It did, yeah. Jack. And there was a whole quest I, I think I had to do to get it back to him. But uh, I have it. So apparently I wasn't that great at that part of it. But anyway, the uh, that's but there was that's a lot I... of ancient technology in this and it didn't go back that far. Instead, everyone just had flip phones. Well, yeah. yes, <laughs> but this is what his watch should have looked like. Instead, it's a little gold holographic display that is just the worst thing I've ever seen. And it really <laughs> yes. made really made me upset. So I Santa's got magic magic stuff. It's like, you know, why wouldn't that's, it be a that's holiday? sharper like image. It. That's not magic. It's that's the thing. It's what what he has is that. Brookstone. Sky Sky Mall. Sky Mall. Yeah. yeah he has Sky Mall. Uh well that makes sense though, I guess. He does do a lot of flying. That's so, true. Uh, Sky Mall <laughs> So he says this has been happening for a while, and then he also says that this hasn't happened in 188 years. Yep. Um, which, which I'm not sure. I guess questions. failing Christmas Eve hasn't happened in 188 years. I have to know what happened in I can't do the math in the 19th century at some point. <laughs> it brought up. To, it brought to mind those like there hasn't been an incident here in 42 days. Like that the like yeah, the, yeah. the board, like in a warehouse where it's just like, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> we've been- No mishaps in for... two days. Yeah. But Zero. it's also weird because like he is how old, you know, and he's no been telling. Santa's son for a long time. Yeah. And this is his first time that he's yeah. like doing the, the, the trial run? He's come like, of age. He's, he's, 100, he's 188. Who knows? I, I have no idea. So why yeah. is it flip phones and not, I don't know. What? Well, and it's pointed out by the plot, but it is not explained. Well, they no. needed her to break it in half. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Maybe but that's then, yeah, exactly. Reason. But then also the thing is, is that like, okay, so Santa's realness in this is like, it's okay. So if he's there, then that indicates that every single year, a single adult woman awakens to find a present from Santa that she can't explain. Right at the top, right at the top of my notes, you have to yep. explain the presence thing if you're going to make Santa real. Yeah, yep. like, but there's no explanation of that. There's no, like, mm-hmm. they're just, they're acting like, okay, you know, like, I mean, the, yeah, the, the rules of this universe are not making sense for the fact that, like, it's not just like, oh, Santa's real and he comes when there are kids around and, like, you know, there's not, like, there's magic about. It's like, no, he's here he to this job. adult woman's home <laughs> to go drop off presents. And I know that he was trying to get next door to Becca. Right. And he was in the wrong house. Who is Becca? Like, what? She I said hi confused. to Becca just on her the... way in. It's a girl next door. Oh, uh, wow. Just, well done. Oh, okay. Just the girl. You watched yeah. it I missed again, that. Though. I think I was. <laughs> but still, yeah. but still, even so, it's like, so he was trying to get to a kid's house, but it doesn't matter. Then the parents are awakening to yeah. find a present that they don't recognize and that everybody's just like, Wait, what? Oh, okay. No, for real. No. <laughs> Ryan, did you buy this? No. Sally, did you buy this? What? No. Like, like somebody has to explain. And it's just yeah. like, then everyone would be like, no, dude, Santa's fucking real because all the adults know they didn't buy the present. Like, you exactly. Can, you could explain that if you wanted to. You could explain that pretty <gasps> easily just with a hand wave or and like, be like, the parents think they bought it, whatever. But like, you have to explain it. <laughs> yeah. Or great. like Santa like was in retirement for a while. Santa like- was is trying to like resurge because like oh, that would be cool. I, something you know some sort of explanation to say like 
Yeah, like they like for most of the 20th century, they were like whatever, but they're trying to like come back, have that's a comeback. A, that's I a cool know. idea that Santa did exist uh, and did everything. Yeah, but just technology started to make while. it hard, but they're trying to like go do it the old fashioned way. That would have explained blah, blah. the flip phones that they're having a tough time mm-hmm. keeping up. But no, I bet he delivers PS5. So yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Lots of people do. Lots of people do this weekend, actually. But I'm anyway, getting a PlayStation Five for my birthday. Yes, yes. I, I, that's going to come <laughs> up on a couple more episodes, at least. Um, <laughs> and then I'm going to get one, and I'm not going to stop talking about that either. That's true. <sighs> um, so uh, yeah, I also I have this terrible habit where uh, when I'm watching these, I tend to be, try to ignore a plot point. Like just naturally, my brain will just throw out a plot point I'm not interested in. Uh, and then I realized I need to remember it. And so I'll have to back up and write it down. So one of those was Becca needs her chemistry kit um, because yeah. I just was not interested in whether Becca needs her chemistry kit. But um, so he's got Becca's chemistry kit and he knows Avery's name, even though he didn't really know who she was. He, he figures it out and it turns out he's just having a really hard time getting in touch with the Santa sense. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, um, for some reason, part yeah. of the like lore here is that he just he he's. Okay, so cutting to some of the stuff that comes in the future of this movie is that apparently how it works in this is that Santaism is kind of a monarchy. Yeah. Like there's a lineage thing so that at some point- The, the Kringles were yeah, yeah. years ago. <laughs> oh, I love that. A long time, but yeah. they're like the Vandersloots or whatever now. And so mm-hmm. it's like- Something like oh, that. that's the guy that murdered the girl. Oh, right. No. Oh. He's Vander Schmidt. I wrote it down. Vander Schmidt. Vander Schmidt. the guy. In Aruba. Oh, no. No. <laughs> Natalie Holloway? Yes. Yeah. Oh, no. I think the thing is. This is the problem. I listen to too many true crime podcasts. It's all in there. Yeah. Okay, so when- Vander Schmidt's. What, Jack? I think that when you ground something like they're trying to do with this and basically say that they're people, I think that, you know, like you don't always have to answer questions with magic, especially not in a Hallmark movie. But I think when you start grounding too many elements of it, you you are asking more questions than you're answering. And I suddenly yeah. need to know how normal people end up being Santa. What is the election process? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I honestly, I wrote down it's in my democracy. Notes, are you allowed to kiss Santa? <laughs> is that a rule? Maybe it is. Like, I didn't know Santa could fall in love. Like... I just like if Santa is real and comes to my house, even if he's as good looking as Luke, Luke McFarlane. Is that his name? Luke McFarlane. I feel like it's you're not allowed to kiss Santa. Probably not. Like no. I, I feel like it's like <laughs> I feel like what if he's actually 150 years old and we don't know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. What's the statue? To, like what's what's okay there? Like I don't know. <laughs> Yeah. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter that he's like you know that he's wearing one single element of a Santa outfit over a dirty white beater, which is and it wasn't even a good one. Oh, I was I know. And it's just the jacket. And it's like, is everybody in the North Pole gonna be like, is he gonna get home to the North Pole? And then (laughs) some some hundred and eighty eight year old contemporary of his is gonna be like, she's thirty three, you pig. (laughs) (laughs) You're thirty. You're one hundred and sixty years old. You're one hundred and sixty six year old man. You nasty man. Um. So Dylan canceled. Of course, but the thing is, actually, we're we're supposing he's that old, but he acts like he's sixteen at most yeah. uh, throughout this movie. So well, he couldn't get a, he couldn't get out of those string lights. He oh, could so not. Stuck. He could he's light so them up, but he couldn't get out. <laughs> so then, you Dylan, lead a man to a garland, but Dylan, <laughs> who is an elf, he's just a guy, but he's taking the role of an elf and dressed like an elf. I don't dress know like a mall elf. 
Uh, yeah, was he supposed to be like the Santa Claus guy? Like the you know, there was like the the guy in the movie The Santa Claus who was mm. like grown and he wasn't like small. Yeah. 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 I felt like he was yeah, so like that guy. I think it was. He was like head elf. Maybe. Right, exactly. <laughs> he's yeah. he he passes as normal as a normal human so he gets to go out, I guess. But he's <laughs> he's freaking out about Santa Jr. and he is on the phone I think with like I don't know, North Pole ATC. He's just talking to like another <laughs> a elf. team. Yeah. Yeah. To a team, to the guys in the chairs about like how this is going super badly. And they're like, you're going to have to talk to the big guy. And they're like, oh my God, not me. And I'm like, okay, cool. We're off to a good start because we're setting up the, the true Santa as a bad guy, as a scary yeah, Santa person. Santa's a fucking tool A scary bag. bad boss that nobody Someone wants to be to feared. Deliver you don't bad want news Santa to, to come back here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Somebody who does not. I we did. Did not. Yeah. yeah. Does not take bad news well. It's real succession vi- vibes. We've got Logan Joy up in the... Ah, <laughs> <up in the, laughs> whoa. Up in the top, Damn. Up in the top floor. Nice. And oh he's God. definitely Kendall. So... Yeah. Um, <laughs> the eldest boy. I'm I am the eldest, the eldest boy. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, they have flip phones. Dylan calls him on a flip phone. And he's like, oh, can you answer that? And then she, uh, you know, she breaks it, which is completely uncalled for. After talking to herself <laughs> in front of him, which is a new yeah. low... Talking yeah. to yourself is bad at, under any circumstances, but talking to yourself <laughs> in front of somebody is bad. Well, maybe she was... And a stranger. Maybe yeah. she was oh starting God. to believe he's Santa, but hadn't yet started believing in Santa, and so for those moments, believed she was alone. Maybe that's what it was. Would you rather believe you're hallucinating a man or believe in Santa? I mean... <laughs> All I know is if a man I'm gonna appears have to answer out of that chimney, question soon, I, think. I am not going to be yelling at him with an umbrella in my hand. <laughs> I'm going to be hightailing it out of my house yep. yeah. with a knife, calling 911. Yep. Yeah. Not being like, but are you Santa? Yeah. Right. Mm, I don't know. I'm just going to sit here and have a really long meet and hate with you and be like mm, quibbling and sort of really having long. snark with you. I, I can't. I'm so exhausted by how much of this movie takes place in this room, in this scene. <sighs> Yeah, that's what it is. No, we're 25 minutes in and we have not left this two house loop. This movie had better open up because then they're next door dropping off the present at Becca's fucking house. And Mm -hmm. then they're just like, and then she's like, I'm not going in there. That's breaking and entering. And he's just like, you're in too deep now unless you want to untie me. And she's like, I don't want to. And so then she does drop it (laughs) off in there. And then they like, and then they get caught by like the security guard. The mall cop. But the mall cop. Yeah. The the cops aren't coming. And he's appalled that she lied. Uh, but oh, he yeah. is also comfortable with stealing her car if she's not willing to get into it. So I don't know where his lines yeah, are. His, and so he happy. does. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, so yes, he, um, he's got appara- a, like one of those matrixes of like chaotic neutral, like his lying. Yeah. Like, <laughs> she says, I'm going to take you to the station myself. Uh, he apparently has t- a TV in the North pole and he watches the Dayton, Ohio news. Cause he's familiar with her mother. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. which makes perfect sense. Doesn't bump at all. Totally Perfect makes sense. sense. That tracks. So, uh, yeah, being Santa He's means- watching the news. He's watching it twice. Did <laughs> <laughs> um, you just come up with that? That's good. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, so being being Santa means being involved in some kind of hive mind. Um, he is trying to remember what her pivotal gift is because everybody has one, apparently. Um, I don't. Yeah. I don't think yeah. I have one. Does anybody the have a pivotal, color? pivotal The gift? purple Game Boy color? <laughs> I do. Oh, yeah. What was yours, mommy? That's nice. <laughs> uh, my mother gave me the little broomstick by a little broomstick book by Mary Stewart and a gold bookmark, little brass gold thing uh, with my initial on it. Oh, oh that's cute. And that well, made I, you want to be a writer? 
Uh, I think in a way it did. I think it. I think it really was kind of. Um, That's nice. Big, That's nice. but uh, a diary, an empty book, would not have done it for me. <laughs> oh my Especially god! Especially one that said "dig deeper." Mm. I thought it said I, "pig diver." It looked like I, pig diver. I died when I saw it saw "dig deeper" because that's like that is like a journalistic thing, like oh. mm, yeah, dig, yeah, like keep digging, like get to the root of the story, like find out the real facts. And that's the his girl um, Friday language. And I like this one guy that used to work with me. He he just he went all in on that phrase. Like a consultant told it to him, like, keep digging. He just loved it and he kind of grasped onto it. And I was like, hey, how are you doing? He's like, just digging over here. <laughs> and I was like, okay. <laughs> and I'm not a journalist. So, like, happy I Friday. Was always, <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, cool. So, when I saw Dig Deeper, I, I chuckled to myself. I was like, news people will find that funny. <laughs> Good. Yeah, they got that, it right. That must have, they did get that right. Yeah. That must have felt a little crazy, but I guess he was pretty pretty dug in about continuing to say that. Yeah. Yeah. He loved it. It just That's made right. me think about Same Jeff Probst in Survivor. You gotta dig deep. Wait a minute. My my children my children don't remember any real special gifts or anything from Uh no, Christmas? I do. Oh uh, okay. I I definitely I've had many that I could probably think of, but pivotal would probably have to be the Martin guitar, which I was given when I was when I turned sixteen, I think. Which, uh, or I think 15? you were 15. Yeah, and uh, I had just started taking a very cursory interest in guitar because I'd been playing around with my dad's old ones and it was just one that was, you know, mine. And it's a very nice guitar and it sounds very nice. And I, I got to play it for uh, a lot. I, I I think having that definitely made me play it because um, oh, none good. of the other guitars sounded as good. So, you know, even when I was sounding good, I wouldn't know it. <laughs> Aww, um, not Not so much you, huh, Paige? Nope. Uh, I remember. Wow! 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 <laughs> okay. wow. I, I, remember... I feel uncomfortable in this family. That's wrong. I remember receiving my iPod. I thought that was really nice. I remember that. I love stuff. That was a big deal. I know. I remember. I love my iPod. I did. Mom, I know. Thanks. Like I remember. Like that. I like. I really loved getting my first car. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I every. I don't remember anything meaningful. <laughs> Oh, but like, I mean, I ever, every like every, every gift, oh every God, gift is pivotal. Stop. Every gift is pivotal, and that I will pivot away from this relationship if you stop giving me gifts. Paige, please think of <laughs> no, something sentimental. <laughs> That's Paige, all right, Jack. Hey, folks! I'm Mark Marin from the WTF podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
All right, all right. Let's move on. Let's move on. My car and my iPod. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And the PS5 I'm about to get. That's going to be a pretty pivotal <laughs> gift. Oh, is that right? Pig. Is that right? <laughs> oh, well, I've held pig on to, diver I've held journal. Before. Back to the pig diver journal. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> hang on. So wait. He has, first of all, he has continental skeleton keys. I like that they were continental. Oh, my Good God. Detail. Uh, but then I wrote, wow, what a huge violation of privacy. Uh, he loves <laughs> he loves milk and cookies. That's cool. Garland's still lighting up. 14-year-old security guard arrives and does not listen. Um, and then he drops, I don't know, his flashlight and says, oh, cinnamon. And I appreciate Oh yeah. I appreciate some Christmas swearing. Yeah. By I gosh, did forget. By golly. I, I, by go- oh, holy favorite, child. I, I forgot about balls. the... I forgot about the part though, like on this on Becca's gift, it said "Love Santa," which I actually found a little bit weird. Yeah, <laughs> no, love was a little bit of a strong word. Yeah, God rest you, but- merry gentlemen. So, <laughs> he, la, 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 la. so he steals the car and she hops in, uh, and it turns out there's also a Santa crook uh, that isn't him. So he's not the Santa crook, but there is. Someone yeah, they else. show that scene, and it is real dark. Like when they show the actual. Oh yeah the actual theft that is happening at someone's yeah. house. It's like mission impossible music. It's, it's a very bleak, dark scene that's going on somewhere. So yeah. anyway, the, um, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, then they're in the car, they have an argument. She leaves the car. Um, then we're introduced to my least favorite character in any Hallmark movie I've ever seen, which is, <gasps> which is the pseudo cop guy who is not a cop who works for, the mall cop. Somebody's shadowy. No, not the mall cop. Not he's the like, mall cop. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The he's political. He's the security guy. He's the, he's, yeah, he's like the. But he's oh. he's, he's like the, an ex-cop who's working for the mayor. It, yeah. It feels it. like the yeah. notes he got were that he should like try to play a gritty, realistic cop character. And I yeah, found he it. he sucked. He really sucked. And it was a lot of stuff that I don't feel should has any place in a Hallmark movie. Because, right. Especially in the current political climate. So I felt like, you know, so he finds the car and he's searching it. And it's like, where's your warrant guy? And that comes up a few times. Where's your warrant guy? <laughs> but then but there's... he's not because he's not a real cop. He's just he's a he's a no. CD. I know, but that's the yeah. thing. So exactly. So the yeah. the the Santa assistant, which is what I have him written here as the Santa, the Santa assistant. assistant. Uh, he finds the broken phone and worries about it and says, "We have to tell the big guy." No wonder the he guy didn't he's answer. On the phone says, "We have to tell the yeah. big guy," and he says, "Not yet," because they're afraid of Santa. Because they're afraid of Santa, which is cool. Um. <laughs> <laughs> and uh yeah we find that i think the yeah he's the the, the guy who found the car is the, the former head of security for the disgraced mayor um right so she she finally unties him because she finally believes he's santa um and now she's decided to uh remove the physical rope and metaphorically rope him into a weird caper that he really has no business being a part of because he's got a lot of work to do yeah he but, has no fucking chance of getting <laughs> shit done by sunrise. Like in, in no universe. <laughs> well, the whole timeline of this movie. So <laughs> you have to know that I have nightmares sometimes of like not making it to work in time mm. for the show. Oh, yeah. So this whole movie, I am like cringing. I'm like, what time is it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. She needs to go to work. Like, I feel her pain. She's like, I need to go to sleep. I'm like, I, I feel you, girl. I've worked mornings for a long time. Oh, I remember and, at um, Thanksgiving, you had to like bolt so early because you had to work the next yeah. morning. Get up at yeah, like three. Yeah, I worked mornings. I worked mornings for like seven years. So I'd get up at like 2 a.m. And God. I am like, what time is it? And how is she not on her way to work yet? Yeah. And... Um, the whole timeline of that really made me uncomfortable. Exactly. So, uh, they see Toothless Tommy at the gate. Now, I don't know why 
uh, they became involved with a theater troupe, but they sure became Okay, so embroiled. they go around. They, oh, I could have had the whole movie. Because they needed a time. reason that they couldn't find a phone they in a 2023. That uh, was crazy. Yes. So they go around the corner from the from the car, and they're like, and then he, they finally, like, they finally get Luke McFarland out of these garland shackles. Yeah. This actor had to spend half the time filming in these garlands. I was like, <laughs> he's like, if you want More to please like let me Luke out of these, McGarland. it's like. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm delirious. None of my jokes count. I did crack out because I was like, oh, the date. He's like, hide over here. I'm like, the dangerous streets of Dayton. I know. Oh, my God. But then they're okay. So so they so they go around the corner. They're like, he's coming. He's coming. And then they they go around the corner and then they have like a Wizard of Oz moment. And he's like, shh. And he's like, why are you coming through here? And then he's just like, they they finally get like, they get. Well, we see his teeth. Sorry, tooth yeah, first. They, yeah, we get he answers tooth first, mm. and then he comes <laughs> in, like, and then they finally they let him in, and then it's like they're like it's like this immersive theater experience, but it turns out to be a theater rap party, and yeah. then he's like, "Sorry, I thought you knew what you were in for," and they were like, "They've been performing <laughs> some Christmas performance, like what what was it? were they performing a Christmas Carol or something?" Yes, yeah. there was a big guy. Who's playing Tiny, Tiny Tim, Tim and yeah, he's funny. still in character. He's still in character. He's still I- doing the old accent. But they, but they say oh, he's always stop. typecast. But I was concerned about the character because if he loves, if he's a method actor and he loves being in character, then why is he talking like a Birmingham, a Birmingham teen and not Tiny Tim? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just in character, in country, same thing, same, same. Yeah. Thing. I just thought it was funny. They're like, how, what plot can we put in that no one could find a phone ever? <laughs> They're like, it's immersive theater. Yeah. Duh. There you go. Yeah. That'll do it. And they have a landline and they'll let her use it, but only if she becomes a member, which is and she's like, so ridiculous. I want to become a member. And how do I become a member? They're like, you have to audition. Oh. And she's just like, oh, when she's being like pushed on stage with brooms or whatever. And she's just like, fine, fine, fine. Oh, God, you know what? Fine. This is the most insane night of my life and then she just gives the most override it's so funny like the second you tell somebody to do a monologue they just yeah. go so monologue she, she she has a public <laughs> breakdown that's that they consider acting but that i wouldn't consider acting on any level of no, she's just oh, screaming. I she did great <laughs> i thought she did great and you know what i loved most i first of all i can't act at all so it's about time someone said it it's about time someone pushed back <laughs> <laughs> I thought her monologue was fabulous and I it was really appreciated it was great it wasn't um, on purpose that's the thing that was the whole point that, well, I and found it so difficult nothing is better than the boyfriend nod of approval <laughs> <laughs> yep he was he was happy with it also she- t- Tiny Tim or yeah I think it's Tiny Tim he's he's like uh, uh, ironically yes he, yes. he's he's, he's talking typecast about all his he's life talking, yeah he's talking about misty i guess he i don't know she mentions the 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 thing and um he's like you're replacing her then and she's like yeah he's like good i like a smug face you have nice face which is just yeah very, very i weird. wrote that down in my notes i <laughs> died i because you don't understand what people say to us and like <sighs> it's so wildly inappropriate they're like oh I thought you were fatter. And it's like, like people say the wildest things to you. And you're like, that was really inappropriate. And like, they just say it. They're like, oh, you're taking, you, you used to work with that one guy. Yeah. I hated him. It's like, why would you say that to me? Like, so now I don't love the theater troupe, but one thing that can be said about the theater troupe is that they are ride or die. And I suddenly felt uh, in a, the scene that's coming up next, I really felt, um, like I wanted to spend time with these people. 
Well, uh, I knew that monologue people. was going to end in a slow, slow clap. When I was watching with Richie, well, I said, this is going to end in a slow clap. And if, of course Standing it did. O. Standing out. <laughs> so she, she joins the troupe and then she goes up to use the phone. And I think she, uh, she just calls the, she just calls the, um, the station, right? Just, just the news station. is like, yeah. I have this story developing. Cause she actually yeah. doesn't need, she actually, I just realized this. She doesn't need the landline anymore. That's actually, she went out to go get it in the first place to call the cops or to take him to the station, but she doesn't really need it anymore. No, she still <laughs> needs a phone for the next hour. Yeah. <laughs> She's still looking for, she was in the car with the drunk guy. Oh man, that was, and I'm, I have things to say about we'll that. Get, okay. I can't stand that one. Uh, but anyway, that the, uh, that, that, that's the thing I think I hallucinated, but it sounds like maybe I didn't. So, um, Oh no, you talked on and on about it at the time. Yeah. So, so the, uh, yeah, so then the uh, the old man comes up and he's like, I know you're Santa. And he's like, okay, do you want to tell me what you want for Christmas? And he's like, yep. So then there's a whole line of people who are all- <laughs> I liked that. Telling, I thought it was cute. It was cute. It was, and then it was, it was the weird, whole Romeo and Juliet thing and like, yeah. Yeah. Um, and- uh, But then yeah, she's upstairs did... and she uses it. She's like, oh, you blessed old computer. Yes, you. Yeah. Why was it an old computer from like the 90s? Oh, Why I know. My, my, my note was she goes back into the back and gets on an Atari 520ST. Yeah. Uh, but why? Like my only guess is that is because any computer that's from like any of our lifetimes is going to be, have a password and you're not going to yeah. be able to get onto it. Is that yeah. literally the whole reason that they had like this old ass No, there computer? was a... There was a post-it note with the password on it. <laughs> so then why there would they just is. have had to be a different computer? I think because the whole it... thing was like, they were just antiquated. And they were just like, we're, we don't keep up with the time. So here's our computer. Which, I don't even, that, what is that, a dial-up internet? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, why? like, it wouldn't even be is... on Wi-Fi. It would be so and slow. She, and she's like, I found out all these things about all the la last 911 calls. I'm like, there's no way you found that out on that computer. Well, exactly. <laughs> and that's the thing. It's like, was this movie trying to make a point about, like, it seemed like it was trying to make a point about, like, look, in a storm, you only have, like, antiquated technology mm. to depend on. And it's like, and no, if that were the point, then you would be depending on, like, books. Because yeah. dial-up isn't more dependable than Wi-Fi. <laughs> it's not like, oh, yeah, you, you want to use, like, a big shitty old computer instead of you, like... A landline isn't more dependable than an iPhone. It's like, no, that's not like a good or important or interesting point. It would have been better if she found like some floppy disk that was like labeled like the secrets of uh -huh. Santa. Yeah. And she was right, like, right. perfect. All well, four just what I was looking for. Hallmark has this very strange uh, relationship with, with technology. And yeah, they mix up Wi-Fi and service. And I find that kind of thing pretty weird. But you mentioned Santa's secrets. Um, she starts asking him now that she believes and he doesn't know anything about how his family became Santa yeah. people or, or no anything. One knows. He doesn't know anything about any of it. He doesn't know where he grew up. He doesn't really know his name. He's he more he lost than Buddy the Elf. Yeah. I was not expecting a Van Land Schmidt. Yeah. I was like, No. Hmm. You definitely would Could think. Could have gone for like, like anything else. <laughs> what if he's, yeah, if the Kringles were generations ago... I'm the I'm of the Nicholas clan, whatever. Like yeah, it could have yeah, been. Yeah, yeah. Nicholas, Another recognizable Nicholas. in Santa name. sort of lore name. Yeah. Name for Santa. Van Land Schmidt was not. <laughs> not on my so, jingle card. So no. they, there's a there is a speaking of bingo cards, uh something that was on my bingo card for this was that he was going to say at some point, Oh, Santa's my father. Once I found out that Santa was his father, please call me Chris. Yes, but why? After he asked to be called Santa the entire first half of the movie. 
Right. He did. He insisted he's Santa the entire time. And then halfway through, he's like, no, don't call me that. Why would you call me that? I never asked for that. Like, y- yes, you did. You frantically did. <laughs> you actively did. Why? Also, when he do- when he is doing the, like, psychic, like, I'm getting pig diver. When he's doing that for everybody. <laughs> pig diver. <laughs> when he's doing that, they had the whole, they had one of my favorite lines that Hallmark does, which is the, how long have you been standing there? Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. Long enough to fall in love. So then in this weird bar that has both a proscenium stage and like, you know, sports bar, chicken wing TVs. Um, I thought that this bar was fun and I would have loved to spend time at this again. Bar. So what I, yeah, it's, those are good. Those are good quality especially, people. <laughs> especially after this scene, because uh, the story of the Santa cook is being broadcast. Um, again, everybody yeah. loves watching the news and it looks like them. We love a police drawing. It looks like them. And it looks. It doesn't though. It doesn't look like him at all. Yeah. No. Although it looks like other people. No. It. Oh, well, was everybody. It? Well, anyway, yeah, he said, "Is other... my nose really that broad?" Yeah. It, right, I mean, but it's it because it's actually the other people. Okay. Got I it. I think it was supposed to be the other. It people. It is. Yeah. It is. But it doesn't. But like, it doesn't. I don't think it looks like enough like them to really be that compelling to anyone else. But they consider it that way. Um. But I love well, the whole thing is like the craziest coincidence the whole time. Anyway. But I, mean, I love like... that the the theater folk. They see that, and all of them are like, "We are, no we're all criminals here. We don't baby. judge here. We don't no judge. Judgment. You pass that threshold, you're one of us. You can be anyone you want. That's the point of being a thespian. So, <laughs> so <laughs> we know um, a thing or two about being somebody, but not being somebody. Eh? Yeah, you can steal, but you're welcome <laughs> here. <laughs> Just don't steal my lines. Don't step on my lines, and we're good. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah." Don't steal my light. So Tiny Tiny Tim remains in character as a Birmingham teen, and uh, Santa gets a call on the bar phone. How often does that happen? Turns out there was another landline, by the way, not upstairs. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. And they have TVs, but no phones. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Lots of electricity going on. Yeah, I mean, your whole lot of electricity going did, did on. Wi-Fi still was that still fine? Because if that's still fine, you have iMessage probably. But whatever. So I bet 911's still working. It is. The that's news the thing. Is on. There are lots of redundancies <laughs> to make sure 911 always works. <laughs> but whatever. Yeah. So it's his dad, and Santa sounds pissed. Uh, mean, mean, mean old Santa. You know how mean Santa can get. Yeah, Santa's being a kind of a dick, and he's like, "Don't come down here." He's like, "I'm coming down there. You've ruined it, son." And then he uh, he turns. Which at that point, I would have been like, you know what? Pride aside, yeah. Santa, you should probably take over. I'm kind of in something else. Yeah, right I'm now. involved with some other whole thing. <laughs> Look, Dad, I, I, know, help. I know, I know, I don't like to accept help from you that much, but like. I'm in some pretty deep shit. It's also established that the family line will lose the Santa title if they because fuck again, up it's Christmas the monarchy. Eve. This is like the Windsors yeah. are going to lose the throne. You better to the Plantagenets. <laughs> I didn't like. I just I don't want to think of Santa as a dad. You know what I mean? Just like you know, we don't want to think about Bing Crosby as a dad. God knows. <laughs> But it, it's like, I don't want to think about that. I don't want to, th- I want it to be the Santa of the, you know, the Coke commercials and the whatever. Celebrate Santa. Well, I'd certainly be more comfortable yes. thinking of either of them as a That's good father. That's what I'm saying. Father. You can't make but. Yeah. So Beefy Man says he feels more like Santa than ever. Um, and then, then, this is the scene that I really couldn't stand with this guy. The uh, the PI guy, whatever, the head of security, he walks in and he's like, you've seen these no, people? No, no, wait. What? He finally rounds the corner. Uh, All well, of yes. that has happened. He when, when they when they take the Luke McGarland's garlands yeah. off, they they, <laughs> they say he's coming and they show him walking oh, yeah. up about mm-hmm. eight feet from the corner. And then he, 
four feet later is the scene we cut to right now. He finally rounds the bend right then. He got really distracted so, by like, time a shiny is a, piece time of is a mystery a and an enigma. <laughs> time is time is an absolute enigma in this theater troupe. <laughs> Which I mean, as I, someone who d- used to do theater, I can stand by. I do agree with. That. It looks like it would be so. Yeah. So this guy. But so yeah, then he comes in and he's like looking for. He's he he he's outside and he's he calls. He calls somebody and says, "Yeah, I think I found him," even though he hasn't checked. Mm-hmm. He's like looking for footprints in the snow. Which doesn't seem like a great way or to pennies. track somebody down. <laughs> Might be looking for pennies. I don't know. He, yeah. he has been distractible. But he when he comes in, he says, so you won't mind if I take a look around? And I was like, that's not, don't put that in the Hallmark movie. Don't put, some, yeah. don't put someone trying to force their way in and a bunch of people having to be like, no, get out of here, man. Like, that's not. Yeah. That but they do, right. which I appreciate uh, that. The power of this theater troupe is unstoppable and I love them. <laughs> Yeah, man. Actually, we do mind. Yeah, we're the law around here. <laughs> so, yeah, I love that they love them implicitly. And then comes the wig scene, which is just like, I don't know. Do you have anything we could disguise ourselves with? And Do you have any extra course. wigs? Yeah, like, oh, honey. Oh, honey. <laughs> oh. Which I thought, then I thought that the rest <laughs> of the Actually, he runs for a wig. Then he comes back and looks at her and goes, oh, honey. <laughs> yeah. But I thought that then the rest of the movie was going to be like them incognito or like, the, but no, then they just Hijinx. like, yeah, but then there's no, there's, there's not. Then they just like escape down the, <laughs> then they go leave the building and they're like yeah. calling the most attention to themselves. They're like, okay, now we got to go out to the back of the plot. Like they're calling the most attention to themselves, even though they're the ones who are trying to hide in plain sight. And the security guy's and then just they go standing in the back, there. He's just standing there watching yeah. them and he gets in the back of the van. They get in the back of the van and then the guy is no fucking dummy. So yeah, he follows them straight to the news station. Well, no, no, no. They get out of the, oh, yeah. they get out of the new, they get out of the van and they don't they aren't wearing the disguises anymore. So we don't even see them in the wig. Well, and- they get out of the news station, they're like, thanks for the ride, guys. And they're like, <laughs> we did it. And then they're like, adult snatched right away. Well, and that's that's yet another thing. Like that was that was that was something that, that like I, again, like that that's also I don't I'm not comfortable seeing that in a Hallmark movie, seeing adults get disappeared off the street by shady people in a van. That's not really what I'm here for. That is that that's a little traumatizing. Also, the whole time that this is going on, there's like a whole flash drive thing, and I just don't know what they're talking about. I don't know either. Me no. neither. I'm like, no, I the don't know who's on what side. At one point it was indicated drive. there was international law in play. And <laughs> yeah. I don't what? know. He's a mayor. One of the guys even corruption. the mayor of Dayton. Yeah. Or just a neighboring place. Like all of that was like, no, 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 no. That was crazy. When they take them to the shady yeah. warehouse, uh, one of the guys is just Where old. David Arquette and Janine Garofalo, who is like <laughs> Absolutely like David Arquette. Is yeah, that, like that's the real Santa The other guys, the Santa Crook. Yeah, the San- the real Santa Crook and his assistant, who are their like doppelgangers, look exactly like David Arquette and Janine Garofalo. And so, like yeah. that's that's who's there, and then they, they're, they get like, brought that there whole a scene. second later. Before that, there there's a guy right. walking around them brandishing a baseball bat, which is cool and festive. Um, yeah. <laughs> they're holding hands while they're tied up. Just better than an umbrella. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, then all, then it cuts back Less to pointy. cuts back to Dylan, the the el- the elf, quote unquote, and he's on the phone with Santa and the head elf. And Santa says, "quote yeah. Santa says, and I quote, I don't have to remind you what will happen if this night is not rectified." Which no, nope. I that. I do. This was a little jarring because you know most Hallmark most Hallmark movies. You know we got to save the festival. We got to save so and so's bakery. This is Christmas for the world. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> 
We are. This is a big task. Yeah. yeah this isn't task. sell enough muffins so that little Susie can walk again. This is Gosh. like <laughs> like Santa. All of Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> Santa mad at all, at the, at all of us because yeah. the world is going to explode. Yeah. And Becca needs a chemistry kit and every child <laughs> is going to wake up traumatized well, if the night isn't fixed. Yeah. Becca controls the weather with that chemistry set, so. Yeah. And yes. so oh my God. It all comes full circle. These guys snap up the the goofy, goofy Santa Crook and Unmasked Accomplice who they both, uh, you know, they, they want to, the girl wants to be recognized, they want it to be the Santa Crooks, but I, I feel like if that's the case, you should probably also be wearing a costume, but yeah. she's yeah. wearing a biker jacket, and uh, Yeah, she's just like the Black Widow for some reason. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> Doesn't, Don't doesn't, dress like that. Doesn't quite have the and same And then they skills. get caught. They get caught. And then she's just like, and then they're like, are you the Santa crook? And she's like, and then he's like the Santa crooks. And they hold hands. Yeah. And it's like, okay, so that's a confession. All right, great. You guys are Oh, handled. so now we're going to go down together. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You can both serve 40 years then. Great. Yeah. <laughs> right. No problem. But then like, and then, but then at that, some somewhere in here, it's like they, the real couple steals the flash drive. Fucking God knows what yeah, reason. They lose themselves. And then they're trying not to get caught. So then they run off and they run into a pickup truck and then they have a genuinely hot makeout scene. Okay. Yeah. Now, now wait. Un- now until, wait, until, yes. take until. it away, Jack. Because there are, yeah. there are a few things here and then yes, I have to, I have to say my ever loving piece. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> they, um, they both have parent trauma. They talk about that a little bit. That's cool. I guess that's great. Festive. So then we also, Oh yeah, they're both, cause they're both Nepo babies who are like, boo hoo. It's so hard to be raised by someone successful. Yeah. Someone who you have to live up to whatever. So <laughs> then, uh, there's also a very, a scene that did actually, even after everything we'd already seen, shock me a little bit where I was like, where the, uh, the main security guy walks up and just shatters a window and breaks into a house. <laughs> just, just actual glass oh, shattering yeah. B and E. And then yeah. they're all tearing the house apart, which again, that's a traumatic thing. That's not a All thing I that belongs here. All I could think about here. was just what a fucking mess. Yeah. Yep. And, yep. and yeah, they've destroyed your home. So yeah, they untie themselves. The Santa Crooks are having domestic problems. The PI guy is looking for a flash drive, but who cares? Those crooks were supposed to be stealing it, apparently. Um, I wrote here, there's a flash drive now, question mark? Um, yeah. And then, uh, yeah, they, they, they run out and they get into this pickup truck to hide from the guy when he gets back there. Um, which, by the way, he goes looking for them right after breaking a bottle and screaming to his lackeys to go find them. Which, again, what movie are we what watching? What Hallmark? Why are we watching? Like, what is it? But then. It's, like, it's, it's too dark for a Batman movie. Like, but right, it's something right. for a Hallmark <laughs> movie. Like, it's just like you're breaking off the neck of a bottle. Like, it's insane. But then they're in a home. They're in the they front of the. In the they're car. in the front of the. They make yeah. out to hide, which, by the way, she puts on a back backwards hat. She cl- straddles him. Yeah, that was aggressive. That was aggressive. I've never seen. <laughs> for a I've never seen something yeah. like that in a Hallmark movie. But they do that, and then when they finally pull away, and the you know guy goes by, he's like, "Oh, Merry Christmas!" Even though those are the people you're looking for, and it's obvious because you can see them. They're a foot away. Yeah, he, yeah. He's he's like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa!" He's like full prude, and he's just like, yeah. "Hey, okay, that's a thing. You're, that's a thing you do in public, not when you're the only people hiding in a car in a parking lot. But right. yeah, exactly. Like he's right. looking for a couple. You guys are making out. Why would you? Like I don't know. These Hallmark movies are always like, oh, nobody will notice us if we're kissing because nobody, then, everybody averts their eyes when there's kissing. But then after the hev- after the heavy sexual breathing abates, we then <laughs> see 
that there's a guy sleeping in the back of the car. Now, no matter what his circumstance, he's probably not doing super well in life if he is in that position, whatever's <laughs> happening. So what they think the best thing to do is, and this is the first thing that jumps to her mind as soon as she sees it. He has a phone. And she takes yeah. his phone <laughs> and orders an Uber. And it cut to commercial. I was like, there's no way that's what happened. But then it cuts oh, to them in the Uber. Oh, this infuriated Jackie went on and on and on. stole a potentially homeless guy's phone and ordered an Uber on it, on his card, presumably, and just left. That's what they, they did. How did that happen? They used his face. Yeah, they used his face. That was so creepy. With his, with his shut eyes, they're speaking at full volume. They're not even trying to like worry about waking him up. They don't care. They're just like, oh my God, look, the hat's a Tony Pizzeria hat. Ha ha ha. Like they're just like. But they just used like a sleep, a guy who's sleeping in his car's face to open his phone and steal his <laughs> money. And yeah. And, what and they're the not hell? like but then going into Venmo and requesting seventeen dollars from themselves or anything like that. No. Like, they're not just like not slipping twenty at twenty bucks or like they'd something. have to do something. It would still be weird. Really, really This crime and weird. this crime is arguably more offensive than whatever the mayor was doing. Yeah. <laughs> this this hits all of us more home than, you know, whatever but also international like- yeah, they don't even like mention why the guy was passed out. Was he drunk? Like they showed right. like, an empty bottle? Like they didn't. He's just like asleep. What? Yeah. Why, oh, why I think ever... he was exhausted from working a triple shift. Why ever he's yeah, there? Bringing all those Tony's pizzas over to the theater troupe that kept ordering them one at a time because of their own little successes. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> why ever he's there? This is not a Robin Hood story, and that's the thing. No. Whatever, whatever yeah. is no. happening there, they're definitely punching down. So, yeah, exactly. So then, you know, they walk past some girl and pretend it's just a random person on the street and they pretend to be married, I guess, because they like doing that. And yeah. then, you know. Oh, my God. Yeah. Talking. And they're like, oh, we the kids, we have to blah, blah, blah. Like, nothing they're looking again. for you. These they know what you look like. They're calling so much attention to themselves. Yeah. The unnecessary lie is a big, big staple this season. Yeah. yeah. Turned out the Santa Crooks were hitting a bunch of houses just to make it seem like when the thumb drive went missing, it was part of that, which it uh. would have been, and not a targeted attack. Um, turns out they told the Uber to circle the block, I guess, uh, which it's not really how that works. And then, um, <laughs> the crooks, the Santa crooks, they tried to steal the main character's cars. And then it turns out it was reported stolen. Don't know who reported it stolen, but somebody reported it stolen. Yeah. And yeah. Don't remember that. <laughs> uh, yeah. And the crooks are fine. They're friends again. And they're like Santa crooks. Um, yeah, yeah, that's when that happened. Turns out she dropped her phone. That's where it's been. It's been in her front yard. Uh, and Dylan and my dad are coming. He says, "Uh oh!" In that, in that, and, she, and then she goes, "Santa's coming," and yeah. he goes, "That's not a good thing." Uh, yeah. When he shows that's up, funny and horrible. <laughs> okay, if a child hears that, yeah. and it's like Santa's coming. That's not a good thing. Like that's, that's you're a scared. Yeah. Oh my god, so confusing. One of the first things out of his mouth is, "You've been fraternizing with thespians." <laughs> what? Who cares? Is that not allowed? Yeah, a guy yeah. in a fluffy red suit. I imagine you have to take, you know. Okay, pot. <laughs> pot, pot, meat, kettle. Yeah, I just, yeah. Oh my god! But then there's this whole like, then there's this whole showdown. The mayor fucking shows up at her house. There's all these people. Everybody, Santa, the head elf, the mayor, all the hooligans, the 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 henchmen. Everybody's at there, the house. There's another small thing that happens here first. They talk about Chris's pivotal gift, which is a teddy bear. Lame, and uh. <laughs> And Santa is on. I just I, I thought that was funny that it, that like that's all it took to make Santa be on Chris's side again. He was fine. He was like, oh, I am furious, but at myself for being such a terrible father. Also earlier, Chris said, oh, Santa hasn't looked like the proverbial father Christmas in a long time. 
Looks like he looks looked like much, it last year. Yeah, it looks... <laughs> yeah. So he yes. just looks a little tired, but then, he looks... Then the showdown comes, and it starts with, you know, Vance, apparently that's his name, walking in and going, I wouldn't say I've been naughty to the real Ugh. Santa. <laughs> Uh, and then I have why period is this period a political drama period (laughs) yeah it's like an episode of house of cards it's like so unnecessary Santa confirms that Huey Vance is a class traitor who came from nothing and then decided to in his position of power that he eventually got uh, disadvantage poor people I don't know why that's again what's that doing in my Hallmark movie but that's that's (laughs) that's the plot that's what happened and then Santa says "Uh, actually you've been trespassing which is a bit rich. Um, <laughs> and then they decide to give her a ride on Santa's sleigh because she has 14 minutes. And it turns out this vehicle operates outside of linear time and space. Thank God. Could have used that at any point tonight. That might have been helpful. Yeah, definitely. I When I knew there was only 14 minutes left to get to the news station, <laughs> I was like, oh, I can't wait for this dramatic entrance into the oh into gosh, the news station yeah. wardrobe yeah. makeup oh my god instead she zooms in there my it was my favorite line of the movie though she's like jumping in and like hitting everything jumping over everything she goes is everything being used right now <laughs> which was like my favorite line of it That's fine. but then yeah she jumps in like there and that is when they're like coffee girl you're going on and it's just like okay so i guess that this like this really important thing that was happening for avery is like not that important because they were willing to give this to fucking anybody like exactly they barely gave she, it said it yeah. she said it herself yeah nobody watches it to her apparently nobody yeah. watches it yeah right exactly they barely gave it to avery and they were just like oh my god i don't care give it to the coffee girl who gives a shit but like they get her there she is not mic'd up no, no. powder not mic'd up. no yeah. powder on i didn't notice that yeah she got the and hoodie. And are not random racks, unless you're at a network news station. If you're at a news station in Dayton, Ohio, there are not racks of clothes <laughs> going through the aisles. <laughs> you can like, oh, let me grab one. Well, they, grab they, a green blazer no. to throw over my hoodie. This is bring your own outfit. They, they, 100%. Sh- they share a building with the theater troupe, presumably. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, then uh, apparently she faxed over her story, by the way. We, we glossed over that. When but- did she fucking? write that shit i don't know but she did no she said it when they were all like doing the um when everyone was in her house <laughs> they were doing the showdown yeah but when she have time they're just like they're they're all having this showdown and she's just like they're having the thing and she's like <laughs> like i don't think so the political rival's name is uh is peter mayhew which just by the way fun trivia that's the guy who played um that's the name of the guy who played chewbacca, chewbacca. yeah so yeah. Just a little thing. Somebody's little joke. Yep, somebody's little joke, I suppose. Um, <laughs> What's the joke with Bing Bing saying? Because that was that. <laughs> Some, somebody's got go- something going on there, yeah. Um, and then that's her whole job. So, Allison, is that how it usually goes? Do you just talk for 15 <laughs> seconds and then go home? Yeah, and then you get the weekend job? Is that how you became oh, chief? Oh, and then you get the whole thing. Got the- yeah. <laughs> I was dying because, um, you know, she goes on, not mic'd up, <sighs> right away. Pushes her friend away. I, I love some slapstick. Pushes, <laughs> pushes nameless best friend off the anger desk. Yeah. Sits there. And then the best part, she goes, the story concludes with, and I'm like, yeah. no one, no one right, says no that. Right. Um, <laughs> that was funny. That was so funny that she just like walked in there and did that. I was waiting for some type of that like oh this is not how live tv works this is not how this works and that was probably one of the funniest parts flying through the halls grabbing <laughs> blazers 
conveniently coming down the hallway (laughs) and talking for 14 seconds and then saying, I'll take the anchor job. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Weekend job is mine. Thanks. I, thanks. I, Perfect. It felt to me like a thing. I went to school for for English and like <laughs> like basically make something happen, make a news story happen for myself. Yeah. It's not cross verified with anything else. No one can be sure any of this happened. That's true too. I mean, I guess there's like a journalistic integrity thing going on there, but I do I like that Hallmark. Uh, anything Hallmark we've seen this year that contains a journalist mm-hmm. kind of implies that um, stories like that there aren't really any stories and you really got to dig if you want to find anything to talk about on the news, which I guess maybe that's how it is in Hallmark. That Pig diver. Is here. <laughs> Keep digging. Keep digging. You got to find digging. the story. Dig deep. I mean, <laughs> always dig. I did appreciate her like journalistic integrity. Like I am here to get the facts and only the facts. Like I mm. am a truth seeker. And I was like, there you go. Get it girl. <laughs> there you go. Go get it. Uh, well, go get that you story. Should, you, you should watch show you Noel then. That <laughs> She's a, that's another one with another truth seeker. Yeah, so she's she, also a she copywriter who then pr- just yep, calls herself right. a journalist that's right. in like the third scene. Yeah. <laughs> but so then she gets this she gets this job, she storms out of the place and then she's like, "Okay, well, I got that." And then she walks out and then who do we find but Luke McGarland? And then she is out there and he's just like, "Yeah, so I'm guess I'm off for the next 364 days." And <laughs> yeah. Then he invites her to go to Bali in his sleigh and yeah. she's just like so underwhelmed oh, she, to see him. She's just like he also so gives her some boots she it. probably doesn't want. I know, which is like he was the one talking about filling boots, not her. Right, right, he right, was the right. One talking about that. And they're just like he was like that was his metaphor. I was a little upset that like we don't know like how their love story went on. Now it's like, are you gonna do long distance? Yeah. Is it over? Is he actually two hundred years old? Right. What What's yeah. the next step? Was there actual interest, or was it just kind of like? we should probably get to know each other or like, let's just, I, I owe you for last night. It was kind of weird. Cause mm-hmm. she's just like, what, what are we going to say when we say how we met? Like that was, so I guess that there's an implication that they have a relationship now, but yeah. like, yeah. it's just so weird. Yeah. So we met and then people, we were sitting in these chairs and we were tied up together and we fell in love. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We had the craziest heist. There was a flash drive. And even the people <laughs> I, who were like interested in their love story, were like leave out the flash drive. I don't fucking care. Yeah. We did a couple of crimes. We did a couple of crimes. We did some crimes. We made out. It was really inappropriate for the Hallmark channel, but we made out a whole <laughs> bunch. And then, uh, yeah, we stole some guy's money. <laughs> yeah. So that was hot. Oh my God. <laughs> Yep. Yeah. Well, so what would you, you guys? What did you guys think? Yeah. What did you guys think? Yeah. Did you like it, Allison? Um, I didn't. If that makes it easier for you to say how you felt, <laughs> I was entertained, but I, um, I always like a story that you know you can have interest and in commonality with, or you know you can say, okay, yeah. that's a TV story. I'm gonna like it because yeah. I can relate to that. Even though, of course, they're going to make it that you have 14 minutes to get back to the news station. And that's right. absolutely impossible. Um, <laughs> and if it was publishing, I, I, you have 14 hours to get your manuscript in. And yeah. you had nothing. I struggle with that. I hate watching things where people are musicians. It it They're always wrong no, about something. But it would be boring to get wrong. it right yeah, in our case. Exactly. But. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. pointing out all the things that are bad, but it's like, of course, if it was how it a newsroom actually operates – it would be the most boring story ever. Yeah. So well, that's true. Yeah. I yeah. thought it was, that makes sense. it was fine. It was entertaining. I <laughs> wish, I wish I would know if they were in love and actually going to date. I really wanted to know. And now they I definitely are. And yeah. definitely will. Don't worry. I'm sure that's how it ends. I have to say the intrigue for me, the mayor stuff, the, the flash drive, all of that, which I guess you could call the plot. Yeah. 
I guess so. But it was just like a, it felt like a sub. Uh, but it was, it was, that was what ruined it for me. That really, really took away from my enjoyment because, I mean, you know, it could have well, been more entertaining, not more realistic. But, I mean, we could have, I don't know. I don't have a fix because it would be big and I think it's it's fine as it is. But it just it wasn't great. This isn't one that I'll rewatch if it's, you know, if I'm flipping around the channels next year and it's on. I'm not going to, it's not going to be like, oh. I'll I'll watch this well, one. I think these these movies they they become white noise sometimes naturally, but like I think with an example like Santa Summit, which we absolutely loved, um, they're they they have just enough stuff there that not, there is no room for it to be white noise. It's just you know if you're paying attention, you're getting the whole story. And I think when they throw in all these details, it's like, what? Yeah. Are you doing? <laughs> yeah, I agree. I really do. Agree. This was just like I I hate movies like this when they're like the good version. Mm-hmm. Like I don't like heisty sort of like the flash drive movies like i just don't like i like whenever well for one thing the technology is always wrong and out of date but go on whenever anything is the best of its genre i can enjoy like i said this in another episode but like i recently saw the most the most recent mission impossible i've never seen any other Mm -hmm. mission impossible movie but i saw the most recent one because it was playing at the chinese theater in imax it's like, you know, it's IMAX. It's the, it's a great screen. It's the Chinese theater is very cool. And it's like, if you're going to see that movie, you're going to see it there. Mm-hmm. And it was excellent because it's really well done. It's like the new Top Gun. It's like, that was excellent yeah. craft. And it's like, it's interesting to see. So it's like, you know, I can appreciate it. When it's good, and it's good. Yeah. It's like, it's what good quality put into it. It's like excellent crafts. People are going into this. People are all doing their jobs well. People are showing up doing their jobs well. Mm-hmm. Totally. But like the general genre of like, Oh, like, I don't even, I don't want to see that Anna de Armas, Chris Evans movie where it's just like, oh, like they're on a first date. Turns out she's a spy. They're running Mm. around like avoiding explosions the entire time. Turns out she's not just hot. She's also a spy. Like, I don't like those movies. Yeah. And it's like, there are good James Bond movies. You were talking about wanting to watch those. But yeah, I do. I think 2024 is my year of watching all of the James Bond movies. Oh, good. That's, that's, that would be fun to do on the podcast. Um, Allison, I wanted to ask if, if you happen to have an answer off the top of your head. Is there any other news-based thing that you really like? Like, you know, you were saying you like when there's a commonality. Is there anything else? What was that show on Apple TV with Jennifer Aniston? Morning Show. Morning Show. I thought they did a really good job, like, replicating. Obviously, I don't have a lot of experience or no network television, like Mm -hmm. the Today Show. Mm -hmm. But from what I can gather and my experiences in local TV, I thought they nailed it. I thought it was really Mm -hmm. interesting. And Jennifer Aniston's character to, and most anchors are very pleasant, very warm, very welcoming. Hey, how can I help you? But her little like cutting comment to like Reese Witherspoon, like, oh, that's cute. Like was, I was like, wow, she like nailed that person. I, I don't think there is a person. I don't know who she was trying to portray and like with that cutting comment, but I thought it was really good. I was really impressed with that one. Cool. I don't know any other. What was that HBO one with uh, what's his name? Like Jeff Daniels or something? Newsroom. Newsroom. That I don't was know where ridiculous. That came from. Good job, though. That Paige. was ridiculous. Oh, that was ridiculous. Good. It was. I liked the show. I uh-huh. thought it was a really good show. I enjoyed it for entertainment value. Mm-hmm. But but not there was like there was like coworkers making out like in the newsroom. Uh-huh. I was like, okay, we don't. No one does that. <laughs> Like, it's an actual business. Like, we actually are appropriate and, you know, do things as any other business would. We don't make out in the middle of the newsroom. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Are are you not a big fan of uh, the Anchorman films? 
Oh, I love Anchorman. That's great. That's great. I mean, I feel like, have you ever gone? I feel like have you ever gone as the Christina Applegate character for Halloween? I feel like you could have. Mm-hmm. No, were you at our our Goodwill party? Yes, maybe that's why it's in my head because that that's when I was dressed like her. I had like this. Uh, I we, remember that one. We had a party and you had to wear an outfit. You had to go to Goodwill and buy an outfit. That was the best. It was that's it was good, the year the thrift idea. thrift shop song came out that by Macklemore. Oh. And yes, it, and it that's was thrift why. shop yeah. themed, and I got some of my best. I got great staples that year. Yeah, and best themed party. Yeah, I wore some sort of like Christmas. '80s jumpsuit that was like, and I was like, yeah, and I just called myself her. Yeah, <laughs> part that that party like that just sounds like a sounds like a, a feast for the eyes. Sounds like even if you don't like anybody, you can at least be transfixed <laughs> by all the neon. Speaking of a feast for the eyes, that Wait. brings you to our. <laughs> Did you guys want to fix it at all? Oh, or, right. Uh, no, I can go. No, I already said I would have I would have taken out the heist and just had it somehow be maybe get snowed in, like do a beautiful yeah. snow. And Santa is like he's stuck at the wrong house. And yeah, maybe they can tunnel their way over to the house next door, but it's <laughs> going to leave a trail. And this isn't the way to do it. And blah, 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 something. But I mean, that would make it a totally different movie, which I think would have made it better because the big thing here was the. <laughs> Well, because the thing here was Luke McFarlane, you know, and she was good, too. Yeah. So their their interaction would have been that would have been great. I mean, they could have been yeah. inside. There could have been several sets, the kitchen, the the living room, whatever, and hot cocoa and all that stuff. I don't know. I think that could have been fun. Yeah, I thought that this movie was going to be different because <laughs> yeah. I always think they're going to be different than they are. I think everybody but thought I, this one was going to be different. I thought that this was going to actually be that he was a con man. So mm. what I thought that it was going to be. So I thought it was going to be what, okay, so I guess what I would pitch this to be instead would be, okay, make him a Robin Hood, like make him actually the Santa crook, cut out that other fucking David Arquette dude, cut him out, cut out the mayor for God's sake, just make him- And the mayor's opponent. Yeah. Also a character. Yeah. I would just make him the Santa crook, but I would just make him have broken into the wrong house and make him like be stealing from the shitty rich because everybody's in an eat the rich, everyone hates like asshole rich people right now. So like you can make a movie with somebody stealing from asshole rich guys, Mm -hmm. like that's fine. Mm -hmm. So like make him be breaking into people's houses and like- stealing from these you know and and donating it to to charity or whatever to you know people in need and like he's doing that and like you know and you know you'd have to do some legwork to make him not just seem insane because that's pretty insane but like if you give him some sort of you know whatever and like that he's he's doing that and like she like then they end up kind of like in this thing together maybe it's you know Somehow she ends up implicated together with him, so then they have to like untangle it together in some way. Right. Not literally this, but like they end up handcuffed together. They have to like do, yeah. you know, they have to go through the the night together. Right. I see what you're saying. I feel yeah. like you always have really great rewrites. This is like this is a movie I would I would watch. Like I, I like I when like, it's a little bit more realistic. Like he he's not Santa not Claus. Not Santa's son. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or, or absurd. Oh, yeah. Or just That's push a good it point. And, and make it surreal. Santa's dad did not fly from the North Pole and be like, so we gotta get your stuff done before the sun comes oh, up. Like, yeah. can it just be a, I, I get it, it's a Christmas movie, I get it, it's a Hallmark movie, it's gonna be a little bit of a stretch, but I want it to be, the ticking clock gave me anxiety, and I really just wanted it to be a little bit more believable, and then they could actually be in love in a couple. Now they're Separated by the North Pole in 364 days. Actually, think how funny that could be if it was. Yeah. What if? What if it was? What if he had some sort of amnesia and thought he had to be Santa Claus? 
Like, wouldn't it be so funny to see like a real regular mortal man trying to scale a house, get up to the chimney. Somehow he does. And then he looks down. He's like, it's not even chimneys aren't empty anymore. No, You know what I mean? Like there could be so much funny stuff about all the stuff we talk about, how unrealistic Santa is. Like David Sedaris yeah. talking about in in wherever it was, Holland. Santa yeah. jumps up onto the roof and then jumps back down and goes in the front door. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh my I god! Mean, exactly. I mean, I, I, we have been talking about before the thing that you said, Allison, which is that these movies just really don't need to be giving you anxiety. Like they don't yeah. need to be setting up. That's not the purpose of them. They're not supposed to be tense. We don't need any just kind of entertain plot. me, make me laugh. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And make you feel warm and nice and maybe cry at Santa Summit. Maybe a little and make me believe that if I run into someone at the grocery store, we might fall yeah. in love. Yeah. Yeah. Just exactly. While buying the same eggnog. Yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of magic. Speaking of the least magical thing you've ever seen, our <laughs> Instagrams. <laughs> that brings us to our Instagrams. And you can find us on Instagram at Nameless Best Friends. And I don't know. Do you want people to follow you on Instagram, Allison? Do you care? Yeah, you can follow okay, me. Well, Allison Ray WX is my Instagram. Ray R E A E, right? Allison. Yeah, well, I got I got to make it really hard. So two L's and a Y, and then R A E. Yes. So if you think you know how to spell, <laughs> if you think you know how to spell my name, you don't. It's <laughs> well the other way from what you think. We'll put it on Instagram. <laughs> yes, yeah. I will. I will. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Perfect. Exactly. And then Jack has his new album out. Yep. That's, that's right. finally out. And I'll finally. link that too. On spot it's on Spotify and Apple Music and everything. Cool. And yeah, that's pretty much it. So thanks so much for coming, Allison. You can come that's by anytime right. you want. Uh, I loved this having you, so Allison. Fun. So fun I'm to see so you. Glad we got to, I know. It was good to see you guys too. I really appreciate it. I hope you guys had a good Thanksgiving and have a good Christmas too. You too. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Same thing All according right. to Hallmark. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Same thing. Okay. Right. Well, Bye, guys. Bye. 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 Bye.